right. Welcome back to Range Anxiety, your match of the day. Once, twice, three times a week or whenever I feel like doing it. That is a famous old theme. And if you were forced to watch TV with British reruns back in the early days, they'd play that, you know, when it was Chelsea taking on Manchester United. Did you ever remember that? I do remember that because I was brought up. Oh, hello, world. Hey, babe. Hey, Marty. Hello, babe. Yeah. Um, I do remember that. I was brought up in a, um, a different era, all the same era as you, but not even in the city. We only mm. had one channel, Channel 2. And that would have had much of the day <laughs> yeah. on it. That's right. Had all the good theme songs. What was On the buses. Pop, uh, Pop Black. Remember Pop, that? I love Pop Black. That's theme was music. Eddie Charlton in that? The Entertainer Walks Onto the State. And Eddie was the gun. Eddie Charlton. Yeah. yeah. There you go. See, I remember. Yeah. You and, are old. And when, yeah. when you got really, and you, you were allowed to start late, and when you're a good boy a few years later, the professionals was on Bodie and <laughs> it was, Doyle. It was. Yeah. It was more of a minder. Oh, I like remember, mine. Yeah. Well, you're a bit like an Arthur Daly. All <laughs> yeah. well, you need's a yeah. rotten old jag. You're, you're no... Was he tell, Terry? <laughs> no, no you, that, it was Terry McCann. Terry McCann. Terry McCann and Arthur Daly. Hello, hello, what we have here? Yeah. Um, so, Where were we going with that? I don't know, because one thing about the minder, though, and it's good that you slipped into this, is that Arthur Daly, he, he mm -hmm. was a likeable rogue, but he would often bend the truth. Yes. And there were... <laughs> Which a lot of, of salesmen do. Well, there are lots of lies involved in the car game, but it's not just the people selling the parts no, no, and, no. and you know, uh, doing doing the things, I suppose, it, uh, running the shops. There's a lot of the owners get a bit yeah messed yep, up yep. as well. So today we're going to talk or about that. Sometimes messed up or sometimes misinformed themselves. No. Some people think they've got something which they haven't got. You well, got it. I know what I got. <laughs> they all say that, you know. Yeah. It turns out it's a Camry, yeah. <laughs> like every other Camry. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've come across some um, beauties in my time, but this is all all comes to light today because you might have seen posted on my Facebook. There was a guy out of the blue uh, that reckons he took the seats out of his plaid and ran a eight point nine six four hundred and fifty six, uh, which beats the existing plaid already. EV record, oh sorry, any Tesla record, um, which was 8996 at 155 point something by George Dodsworth wife, and um, yeah, that created a bit of a ruckus. Yes, it did, it did, because it physically isn't possible from what I've Well, you see, the problem is with. when you're locking horns with someone like Dodworth, and he, you know, he hangs with all of the uh, big dogs like, you know, T1 and uh, good mate of uh, John Shepherds, and Shep yep. even got on my Facebook thing and kicked me around a bit about it today. <laughs> he was too busy to look at my data logs, but he wasn't busy enough to do that. <laughs> good on you, Jono. Um, and, uh, yeah, when you lock horns with someone that is a pro drag racer and sit, well, basically a pro drag racer in the import scene and just sits there and analyses track data, you can't put up a time slip that's wrong and claim it as being right because they'll punch all the numbers into their machine and it'll just come back with, you know, Dexter has said the physical possibility of this <laughs> yeah. is zero percent. Yeah. The calculator just showed an E. Yeah, so errors. Yeah, so Dodworth put all of this data into the software he's got now it draws like two top viewers side by side on the screen and you can look at it from any angle and you can you, you put in everything off your slip and this other car was behind his wife's car by a length until the thousand foot mark and just, went, whoop, and just drove past it in the thousand foot mark from in 300 feet picked yep. up uh, you know Eight more, drove seven around more, him, drove around him in, in the three hundred feet, yeah. which is with in, an identical car, an identical weight with identical probably state of charge. It's impossible. In fact, probably wasn't even identical weight, was it? Because 
the um the Noah Street. Yeah, but wasn't the fella driving that one? Yeah, and, I don't know how big he was. I didn't yeah, see him. Yeah. Christine Dodworth, who is did a, the record, is, is a little yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, there's not much of her. She'd be probably 50 kilo dripping yeah, wet from yeah. what I've seen. Um, so, you know. Um, and what? why did he do this, Marty? What's well, the well, game? People do it, well, for a start, whoever it was, is, is even though they're a lying dickhead, by the seams of it. Now, it yeah. may be a track error, so we've seen that before. Yeah, we have. Yeah. But apparently, according to Dodworth, the guy has admitted that, yeah, he kind of made it up and has taken it all down now and everything else. But it wasn't before he got a, a tweet response from Elon Musk. Got yep. a nice work. Yep. Yeah, so, so got, Elon was happy for him. Well, with you know, guy seventy-seven million followers, just validates what you've done and you've made it up. Yeah. You so actually, was the PR stunt? I don't think so, because these guys aren't selling anything other than pure, you know. So sorry. he's just after likes. <laughs> <laughs> he got one. I mean, I don't get any likes from Elon, and I give him my bloody life savings. <laughs> Some pecker would make something up. Yeah. Or maybe you should start making shit up. Well, oh, actually, no, best you don't. No, I want to remain friends with some of these people. But, you know, this is just a good example of why if you make shit up, you will get caught. Yep. Like, I see yep. it all the time um, yep. when we go to the track. You know, cars with 300 horsepower more at the same weight can't beat you and run identical half-track mile an hour and stuff like that. Oh, no, there's a good reason for that, though, Martin. Exactly. A lot of those cars are on their soft tune. Ah. Yeah, you got to remember. Ask the owner. Yeah, when it doesn't come good, he, yeah, he's running the soft. He's running it in still. So it made twelve years. He's been running it. In. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it made all of this power. But when we're going to run it, we're going to preserve the engine and run yeah, it soft. So what's, what's right. the point of doing that? I don't. Well, that's that's the bullshit. They've booked themselves into a corner, haven't they? They've yeah. They've a thousand horsepower. This thing makes. Yeah. But today it's running the soft tune. Yeah, yeah. Because I've adjusted the valve. Nah. So what? What? Are you, I mean, I, I think I've always had a real good nose for this shit from day one. Even before I was involved in the car game. Let me tell you a little story. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to ramble for about two minutes here. I used to two. work <laughs> three, four, <laughs> five. Thunderbirds are go. Um, I used to work with this guy. I used to work for a computer company uh, that was, you know, in Adelaide's little Silicon Alley. It wasn't even a valley, it was an alley. <laughs> it was an alley. Yeah, yeah, that's what we used to call it. Running off Hindley Street somewhere. And, you know, this was back in the day when the IBM 486 first broke Ooh. cover. Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah, were yeah. pretty good things, eh? I yeah. forget, forgive me, forget what the model was, but it was it was cool. They were a big, tall thing. But anyway, this guy was a, a computer gun, and I worked with him. You know, I was just a young upstart at the time. I would have been probably uh, 18, 19 years old. Wow. The yeah. so things were still in black and white. Yeah, no, we had VGA monitors. <laughs> nice. And uh, he had an N12 Nissan Pulsar. Yep. Now, not an ET Turbo, because ET Turbos with the E15T engine and were pretty cool. Right. Richard was his name. I'm not going to say his last name in case he's still alive. Sounds like a dick. Oh, he was a dick, all right. <laughs> Big fat wanker, too. <laughs> um, and he, <laughs> he had this N12 Pulsar, and he didn't realise he knew anything about cars, and it had some little mags on it, you know, little skinnies. Yep. And we used to go drinking after work on a Friday at a, a place called the Rising Sun, which wasn't far away, a little, been the back streets of Kensington there, pub, and it was a quaint little pub. And, you know, it was, your, where you go have a few, like, handcrafted ales. And he, and he would try and drive there flat out in his E15. And, <laughs> and I said, gee, that's going well, isn't it? You know, I was just <laughs> trying to say, just slow down, you dickhead. Yeah. And um, he told me it's a special Bathurst edition. Yeah. Yep. Now, not... And I said, but it doesn't look like a Bathurst edition when I was inside. It looked like a cooking model. 
goes, no, but it comes with boxes of bits that you put on it when you go racing. Oh. Swap the transmission out to a racing transmission, the steering wheel changes, and new dash clips in, new seats. I like seats that going. Dodge Hellcat thing. Yeah, yeah, so it was Hellcat before there was a Hellcat. <laughs> yeah, okay. And the poor bastard never got that I was on doing the whole time. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, well, what the... Why didn't they use the turbo one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turbo's 200 liable. See, I didn't know that, but he yeah, told me that. Okay. Well, he, he was right. But, you know, these are the sort of things that people make up about their cars. Like, I knew a woman but, once. But, hey, just before Sorry. you say, you just said, though, that that guy was a computer nerd. Yeah. Is it? A, is there a chance that he was bullshitted in the first place? No. Nah. Nah. No. So he, nah. he believes, he thinks, he, he knows, knows what, what he's he got. paid for it. <laughs> Yeah, so he knows what he's got. Yeah, fair enough. It never did 270 down Conrod unless it was being pushed by a jumbo jet. Yeah, that's it. Or fallen from one. Yeah, like, and then, uh, there was a woman I know that uh, had a current model Evo and she was telling people it had specially stitched seats in it. And they were just the Recaros that they came with. Yeah, okay. And it was embarrassing when she was telling me this then, because yeah. I knew I owned a few Evos yeah. over the years. Yeah. And yeah, it was just like, I get a bit uncomfortable when people outright Tell me shit that I know is wrong. Maybe yeah. you pull them up. Yep. Or yeah. do you just go, oh, shit, I hope this conversation ends sooner. You just try and steer away from it, don't you? I do. Yeah. So I'm not very confrontational with people like that because why bother? It's not going to make you anything. It's not going to do anything for you. It's not going to correct them ever. Yep. Uh, so why bother putting any more minutes of your life into it? Yeah, exactly. But you, just recently you had a, a built engine come in. Because that's one thing you hear. It's got this, that, and the other. Yeah. But... Was the owner honey-dicked, if you like? Or no. No. So his idea of a built the engine owner was, was an engineer. A, a standard engine put together has been built. So technically he's right. He was right. <laughs> but it's not the idea of what a built engine is. No. Like, this thing was basically stock. Yeah, well, they rebuilt it, but put stock parts back in it. So, you know, that, that happens. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's. And I'm just wondering, I'm trying to stick up some of these people thinking, are they just challenged? But yeah, you're saying he's an engineer, well, that rules that out. Well, <laughs> see, people people go too far the other way too. There was a big one years ago, and you might have remember it, on the LS1 forum where a guy bought a 383 LS with a, and I think it had a, like a, you know, like a, a comp or a Carrillo or, or something. It was supposed to have this certain rotating assembly yep. in it. Yep. Do you remember that one? I think I do know the one and, you're talking about. And it had those pistons, but it had different rods and a different crank. So the owner took the seller, who was a shop, to task over it. Now, the stuff that was in it wasn't too bad, but it wasn't exactly, exactly how he yeah. decoded what he said. Yep. And there was all sorts of mediation and semi-litigation and all sorts of plonker pullery involved in that. Yeah. Because I'm sure that not a lot of it goes on, but no. there's people out there that don't know what they're getting. Yeah. They don't know what they're buying. They go in and ask for this. They want 500 kilowatts at the wheels, but they don't know what's actually in there to give them that so they get told some story and then that's yeah. what they go and tell their mates you look there is that that's called ignorance yeah that's yeah. not deliberate deception no right? that's not but that's what i'm wondering if a lot of this thing comes from a lot of it's just people just being fed bullshit and they actually believe that bullshit and it goes on and on and on next thing you know what is that with a Chinese whispers or whatever it's oh, called. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, some dude's driving around in this F1 car that he's managed to get registered on the street. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just bullshit. It's not real. Well, that, that, that's conventional deception. But then there's the one that's really interested me the most, which is, and some shops do it, it's called reverse deception, where, nah, mate, it's all stock. 
You know, if you were to run a shop and you've got a heavily modified car and it does some good stuff, why would you go around telling people it's basically all stock? Well, that used to happen back in the early LS oh, days, remember? Still happens today. It's, it's This is the fastest unopened, unopened stock cam, no valve springs, you know, like, and what's it running? Oh, sevens. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, so right. if you're the tuning shop, you get to sell another eight or $900 tune if yep. you say that. But if you tell them actually what you've done, you get to sell a $9,000 package. Yeah. You get me? Like, yeah, but you get them in the door with the tuning. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose there's a bit of honey dicking involved there, but yeah. that, I, I never got that. Yeah, but that was a big thing because then that's a bit of a status thing because then that's your shop. Your shop obviously puts out the best in a unopened stock or so basically say well, the best tune. Well, I suppose the money, well, the money is in just doing the tuning. Yeah. I suppose. So if you can get 10 stockers that you just flash a tune in versus three cars you've got to build yeah. that take a week each, you made more money out of. Exactly. And so I suppose that's what it was about. Less outlay. Yeah. Yeah. Or less work. Yep. Yep. Especially, actually, I should be doing that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we were always wanted to sell parts, like a Camber Road, and it was hard to hide a turbocharger on an LS. Yeah, yeah, Still pretty is. much. I mean, I think the only one that ever sort of was hidden was the VE, and we know yeah. that that wasn't real successful either, just because of and packaging, where it, yeah, yeah, where it ended up. It, it had issues. Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't actually no. Still, people are still doing that lay basic layout today and inventing it. You know, they invented it. <laughs> you know, there's only so many ways you can squash an octopus into a jar. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. And yeah. I don't care who you are. And through the top's the best one. So up the top. Which <laughs> well, is not hidden. If you like bonnet burnery, yeah, it is. Yep. You know, yep. like you don't want to be touching your statesman bonnet. No a hot day no, after not a hard when run. she's running. No, no, because you'll need asbestos gloves. <laughs> exactly. So like opening. But, you know, it was obvious when something was turbocharged or supercharged, but people would, you know, do heads and tiny little cams and try and smooth out the idle and stuff and say these things were unopened. Yeah. yeah. And it made it very hard for the guys that were, and girls, that were actually unopened. Yeah, yeah, true. Anyone following the rules or sticking to the rule book. Yeah. But, but in the end, this sort of, it all went out the window anyway. People just, you, yeah, you had your classes and that was the better way of doing it with yeah, with, whole, yeah, it was. Yeah. But still doesn't stop people bullshitting about their cars. Nah, nah, and that'll be forever. Because people love having something rare and collectible or unusual too. Yeah. You know, like, people love it when it's a, a different colour than, than oh, this colour. It's rare, you know, they only made 3.7 million of these. Mm. <laughs> so they think that's special. Special um, layout in the car, special stitching, as you've said. Special everything. But there's most of them at the end of the day aren't special if unless they're they're rare and a lot of them are rare because no one liked them. Have you noticed mm. that? Yeah, you that's know, right. The, only the limited ones is because oh no one bought that in the day. No. <laughs> so to me that seems like so a shit. Yeah. 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 Well, that's just how I see them. But the biggest lies, the biggest lies, Paul, just to whip you back into line here, and I know you like that. I mean, you're off the rocks yeah. me tomorrow, so I know you're yeah. a bit, you know, cat on a hot tin roof. <laughs> itching, um, itching. Is breakages. Shops and breakages in the yeah. store. Oh, my yep. God. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, there was only just at the last roll racing, wasn't it? Oh, one before. 
What was there? Remember that radiator hose blew off on that car? Well, we all know the radiator hose. I mean, I've blown a few radiator hoses <laughs> off in my time after the radiator's blown up like a balloon. <laughs> yeah. But that, that flame was the unusual thing. Well, yeah, that <laughs> happens too. And yeah. you, you know, like, you're going to own, like, components do break when yep. you're pushing them. You're going to yep. own it. You know, um, did it chuck a rod because it detonated the you know, the hell out of it, or did it chuck a rod because you're over the power limit? Like, you know, for example, John's GDR over there, I know, the billet GDR, I know that at the power level it's got, the Carrillo's in it are not rated to do what it's got to do. Yeah. And uh, the pistons in it, JEs, their basic off-the-shelf things, there's, there's better technology around now than there was when we built that. That that engine, and I believe the, the, the snout, or the, the tail of the crank is cracked in it, I believe, I don't know yet, so it's not a part, which is just through duty cycle, just through wear, yep. a number of cycles. So that engine must be pulled down and built before it, you know, it comes apart at the seams. Yeah, you sure it wasn't the tune, though? Of course it was. <laughs> you know, and... and yeah, and that's but that's you're right. That's what you've got to do. Out at the track, you know, people would have oh, been thinking, up on yeah, this and that, the other yep, because yep, yep. people don't understand. And there's a lot of shit house shops out there that like making trouble. And like, like I tell people, especially new ones, if they ask for advice or whatever in the tuning game, you know, you gotta you gotta break some eggs to make an omelet. Yeah, I mean, I've. We're blowing up plenty of stuff even between us over the yep. years. The idea is not to have the same, blow up the same thing twice the same way. Same way. Then you're yeah. a dickhead. Yeah. Right? And, you know, there are wankers and liars. And, yep. and you know, I have a look at the calluses on your hands, Paul. I, think, <laughs> I don't think yeah. you're a liar. And you've noticed it's on both hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, well, you know, so, but that still goes on today. I had someone... I had someone uh, look at a tune I did the other day and uh, they described to the client that their 10 year old could have done better. <laughs> and so the client got agitated with me and said, this guy said his 10 year old could have done better than the tune that was in that car. And you see this glass half full or half empty. I said, maybe yep. his 10 year old is extremely gifted. <laughs> maybe yep. he's a member of Mensa yep. and he's current, yep. cu currently studying a doctorate in engineering. Or maybe he's full of shit and wants your cash. Well, who knows? You know, I'm um, just throwing it out there. This was a guy that I'd actually taught in the first place. Yeah, too. okay. Crazy. Yep. So you know, this is what happens when you when, when you're jostling for people's money, and and you know, unfortunate it happens in all industries, not just the car industry. But you know, there are two ways of looking at it: own your mistakes, own your problems, um, own what it is you do, and and. Own the times your car does. Like, you know, I'm I'm hoping this car we're sitting in now recording this, Model 3 Performance, I'm hoping I can coax a low 11 out of it or a high 10 with some more mods, 10999999, you know, or something stupid like that. Yep. Um, but if I go out there, and I've been I've been racing long enough to know that I'm going to go out and then the first run's going to be a 12 too. <laughs> I, I didn't know. <laughs> you can feel it. You can just feel yeah. it in your water. But you know what you could do? You could just lie. No, or do what I've seen some people do, and the drag strips don't allow this anymore in this country, but I have seen people go out there and pay the owner to stage off the back wheels. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, that's I've, a pretty cool idea. Now, I've staged off the back wheels before after a break in drag racing for a while because I just haven't gone back far enough. <laughs> yeah. And I've got I've got the Christmas tree lights yeah. on, and I'm looking at them. They're up over there. Yeah, why are they and so far the, back? And the guy on, on the buttons <laughs> pushing me back, and I'm going, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> You know, yeah, and so yeah. oh yeah, I'll reverse. Where were you back. in? Oh, I reckon I was in oh, 
shit, one of my Commodores or something. It wasn't wasn't when I was out there listening on Drag Nationals. I was, oh, I was sharp. Okay. <laughs> I was onto it at well that point. Well honed. Well honed. Yeah. Um, and, well, your mates. It rocks me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've done that. Um, but I also, on a private day, just for shits and giggles, I went and I went and I uh, asked the owner of a track. It was just me that had the track to do some testing. Can I stage off the back wheels? I want to see what difference it makes in time. You know what? It made. I was in a car that was doing 13.0. Right. And I thought, will this get me a 12.9? No, it didn't. It got me a 13.0 again. Really? Made no difference. Just made my mile an hour a bit slower. Because you. Because there's one car length. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. in it. Made my mile an hour slower. And it, um, yeah, it was just, it just didn't work anyway. That's weird, though. You would have thought, of, you would have thought there would have been just a car length, like quicker to get to the other end. But the, the way less of doing time it, to accelerate. There was exactly. There was another old trick that people used to do, and I have seen this done. I've seen this done where there's nothing to be had of staging off the back wheels. So what they would do is have someone up by the beams and they'd drop something across. <laughs> yeah, just on the top. Both ends. Yeah. And yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it done. I don't know how that actually works because you've got to. You, you, I think your ET comes from the first one, one beam and, and, and your mile an hour yeah, comes from right. combina- average speed across the two. Yeah. But I have seen that done. Yeah. You know, it gets you a couple of lengths. Yeah. Amazing. Well, so people will go. People will go to any very big extremes. To lie, yeah. but for what? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be. There's got to be something for him. Otherwise, I don't get it. Have you ever raced in anything where there was any prize money? No, not me personally. Neither no, have I. But, but most <laughs> most of the time, it's just for um, that shit that you're setting in your in your own goal. You know, your own. Yeah. Yeah. If you're racing for sheep stations like that, I mean, yeah, you, you don't really want to like, because you will get caught out. Like old partic- mates just well, it. particularly if you're at some high level. Yeah. If you're at some high level, people are going to be looking at what you do. People look yeah. at your Facebook posts about this stuff. People look at your tweets about this stuff, and then now we'll start running your numbers. Analyze everything, particularly if it's a world record. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah. there was a, there was a drag strip in Australia that came online, and everyone rushed to go there because they had a problem with the timing system. Yep. And I know people that set you know world records for certain types of chassis of car there, and never went back and tried to do it again because yeah. they, you know they were point six faster with exactly the same combo than yeah. they were yeah. and i think the track shut down some of those records and fixed up what was wrong anyway yeah. beautiful track yeah. apparently i've never been there but i know people that were rushing to get cars ready to go there when they knew that there was uh, timing errors to be had yeah but that, yeah that's so who, so who are you cheating yeah yeah yes well yourself <laughs> but you're just trying to tell everyone how good you are yeah yeah, that's that's it. That's all you're doing. Selling people that you're better than you really are. So before we go today, I'm going to go back to one. I always like to bring up a postage stamp thing. Um, drive shaft and drive shaft materials. I've covered this before. I remember there was a set made interstate for a guy I know interstate. Yep. Postage stamp, and he um, rang up the the drive shaft guy and said, "What's the material?" And he goes, "Look, I don't really know. It's just something that I got from the states. It's supposed to work." So I heard the conversation. Not 15 minutes later, someone asked him, so what are these new drive shafts made out of? And he just babbled on about this special high nickel content chrome molly. He was just in discussions with the engineers about it. And I thought, why would you make this shit up? And of course, they broke instantly. (laughs) 
so you know it just sort of shits me why can't people just be genuine up front and honest about yep. what it is they do so when i beat you at roll racing which is going to be very yep. soon yep. now it has to be yeah are you gonna you're gonna be really honest about it oh damn straight yeah yeah, yeah i was on my soft tune <laughs> well well you've tuned it yeah, so yeah, it is pretty I've soft i bought some of the boost for um longevity yeah Longevity, no, to <laughs> and I had 91 in to there to stop those rods from bending even further. You're 91 liters of E85. Well, I'm just going to tell people I had too much charge in the battery, it was too heavy. Got to run that's it, low. that's it. Down, get rid of some of them apps, exactly right. Shut down them apps, and with that, we're going to shut this app, app down. Thank you for listening once more to Range Anxiety.